Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. You already know, broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the world famous Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Paulson, the MF and Fantasy Executive, the closer, Chris Ventra. Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. Coming up on the program today, recap and break down the national championship that took place last night in the world of college football. Also, we got some coaching news to get to in the NFL rankings. Continue to look at these weekends, this weekend's, excuse me, upcoming wildcard games. And obviously, also want to spend a little bit of time discussing Andy Reid and some of his playoff roles. A little bit from now, we'll get to your telephone lines, telephone calls at 844-843-6879. Shout out to every single member of the Goon Squad still rocking and rolling with the crew as we get past fantasy football season and start to get ready for 2019 Senior Bowl, Combine, all of that stuff. We got you covered right here on the big show. What up, Venture? What's good with you? What's up with you? What's up? What's up? It's your boy. I'm feeling good. Uh, you know, the Clemson thing. I, honestly, I, I didn't really watch after Clemson started blowing them out. I was yeah, like, I was like very dis, uh, disappointed in Alabama, to be honest with you. Yeah, it happens. It's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, no. I can understand the disappointment you know that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I knew the same thing. Jim, what up with you? Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, unlike Chris, I thought it was a great game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like Clemson, right? Well, I, I thought they would cover. I didn't think they'd outright Blow them out, them. right? Man, that, they, yeah, just worst, uh, worst loss of Saban's career at Alabama. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big game. Yeah, maybe the run's over. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't go that far just yet. Still got a uh, a, a solid quarterback that's going to be a first round draft pick in the NFL. Could be could go one one. A solid a solid quarterback who looks shaken all night last night. Yeah, Jim. And, and let's start. You know what? I was going to start with Sunshine, but let's start with Tua. Hmm. Comes out early, throws the pick six a little bit later on in the first half. Throws another interception. Brent Venerable and Clemson's defense was on top of him. They knew exactly what he was going to do. They knew exactly his looks and his reads. They showed him some different schemes that he's never seen before, Jim. And you know what? They really bottled him up last night. Almost made him look pedestrian. They did. And he after that first pick six, he definitely looked rattled. Mm-hmm. I mean, that second pick was into three defenders. I mean, how do you make that throw? Um, you know, I, I don't know. It, it looked like the, the rookie quarterback looked more like a senior and the, the sophomore looked more like a rookie. Yeah, no, nah, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that was the case, Ventura. And I think when he came out, you know, I, and I think Gabe made a good point this morning. All season, those throws were there. So he just figured those throws were going to be there. Aha, no, no, no. Not when you're playing this team. Not when you're playing this team, exactly. What do you think of his performance last night? Yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about Tua, though. I think he's gonna, still going to be a very good NFL quarterback. He's, yeah. you know, he's still young. He's, he still needs time to develop. He's going to make mistakes, you know, like everybody. The uh, first time he saw... Twice this season, he saw 
pro-level defenses against Georgia and against Clemson, mm-hmm. and he looked bad in both games. Now, listen, it's What did he do versus Georgia? He was terrible in the first half before he got hurt. Okay. So, you know, he got hurt, and Hurts came in, and the thing about it is, if he, would, if he didn't get hurt, he might have got pulled anyway because he didn't look good. Mm-hmm. So, Jim, you see when this competition went up, I don't want to say the play went down because I agree with Chris. I still think he's a good NFL-level quarterback. I think next year this time we'll be talking about him as the number one pick in the draft, Jim. But, you know, if you're a scout, if you're a GM, and you're watching that football game last night, you watched the game against Georgia, you got to be like, well, wait a minute now. Are we buying fool's gold here? Or do you think, you know what, much to do about nothing? No, no, there's simply something to be concerned with there. I I mean, I watched most of that game last night, and he did look rattled. And, you know, he's got another year to work on it. I I grant you that. And, you know, a solid team, so that should help. But he definitely has to work on that. I I couldn't invest an early draft pick on somebody who's going to get rattled at the first touch of bed, you know, a good defense. And something he's going to see a lot in the NFL. So mm-hmm. he, he either works through that or he doesn't. But that could be a big thing for him. Yeah, let's, at the moment, it's concerning. Let's just say, both of you guys are Giants fans. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, and it probably I want him. could happen. Mm-hmm. Giants go 3-13 and 13 next year, which <laughs> could very well happen. First pick of the draft. Yeah. You going with Tua? I mean, I am. You are? Yeah. You don't have no concerns, no worries about anything? You, you, you want the book, the jury's out next season, you're saying? Right, so like, okay, if we're going to do the Eli thing again another season and then we're not really looking for free agent signings at quarterback and we're going to draft one, then I'm, I want Tua. You know okay. what I'm saying? But I honestly want them, I still want them to go the free agent route because they still have the potential to be a team that could win in the near future. They just need a few more pieces. Now they gave away pieces on defense, now they got to get more back, so that's the problem. So they're not a complete yeah, but team at all. Fortunately, the free agent... The free agent market at quarterback sucks. Well, you got Carr and you got Bridgewater, right? Well, Carr's oh, not even a free agent. They were just they were just traded. Yeah, right. Carr's going to get traded. Mm-hmm. So Carr and Bridgewater, are the two main guys we're looking at here. Uh, well, I like Bridgewater. You know that, so I take the shot on Bridgewater. I'm not so sure on Carr. <laughs> I like Carr too. Yeah, I, I mean, what 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 makes what makes anybody think Carr's going to be any better than Eli? I mean, every time he, his O line struggled, he he faltered. And then, you know, he's been just as consistent as Eli's been. Yeah, I mean, but he's younger, right? And he showed promise. Oh, good, good for him. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. There's still potential. Eli has a, lost all like potential. This. You bring Carr in there. Carr is not a stopgap quarterback. You mm-hmm. bring Carr in there. You're taking on a big contract. He's going to be your quarterback for five or six years. Right. I'm okay with that because here's the thing. I don't think that with Oakland, and even this year, he didn't have a terrible year. He still threw for 4,000 yards, Derek Carr, you know what I mean, on a bad team, a really bad team. So it's like he has potential. If he, got, he has talent around him, I think he could do decent things. I'm not saying he's going to be a great quarterback, but a good quarterback, good enough to take you to a Super Bowl if the rest of the team around you is very good. Let me, let, let me, let me double back. We right got a lot quick. of work to do. The Jim, 3-13 and 13 next year, 2 is on the board. 3 of 13, 2 is on the board. Mind you, we're speaking um, and we haven't made any other... Yeah, we're speaking in hypotheticals, And obviously. we haven't made any other moves. And we haven't made any other moves at quarterback. Your, your quarterback is... Your quarterback is Colt McCoy. I don't know. You feel what I'm saying? You got to... Loletta. Loletta. Yeah, you got Loletta. You got a stopgap quarterback next year. You go 3 and 13. Well, I, I look, luckily, I have a whole other season to evaluate that. As of right now, after that game last night... Um, I definitely have some doubts. Uh, 
He, it, I don't want a quarterback that's going to get rattled that early. And if he's going to get rattled now, he's definitely going to get rattled in the NFL. When you look at the other side, we, of the f- we all know that. We, well, one quick point: we all know in the NFL, if if a defensive coordinator smells the fact that you can rattle that quarterback, that's exactly what they're going to do. Yeah, that's true too. And, and Venable is an NFL style defensive coordinator. As a matter of fact, some NFL teams have wanted to interview him in the past. So on, uh, they got a good pro style DC out there in Clemson. So obviously that played a big role. And like you said, the kid was not ready. He was not prepared. As a matter of fact, going to halftime, going to the break. It was Maria Taylor asked uh, Saban what's going on for the most part. And he said, and I thought it was very telling, he said, they're doing some things against us that Georgia did, but we didn't practice that. And I'm like, well, that's oh. kind of on you, son. Ooh. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, it really. kind of looks like he's throwing <laughs> the coach under the bus. Yeah, exactly. You but you can't throw the – when you're Nick Saban, you can't throw no. the OC under the bus because no. you're Nick Saban. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you feel you what can't. I'm saying? You can't. So ultimately, that's on you. Jim, did you hear that when he said that last night? No, I actually missed that. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, um, it was him and Maria Taylor were talking at halftime. Um. Obviously, I like the kid, the Judy kid on Alabama. I like the running back, too. I think both of those dudes are pros. You'll be seeing them on fantasy teams pop up when they're ready. When you look at the other side of the football, and me and you uh, shared a couple texts last night, Jim, and I hate to be like a prisoner of the moment, but right now, and I was down I was down on Trevor Lawrence yesterday before the game started. After the first half, I, you know, Jim, we were texting, and I was like, this guy, Lawrence, might be the best quarterback that's not in the pros. He, he looked sensational to me, mm-hmm. um, you know, and basically I haven't watched him all season. So yeah. I, I had one game him. to evaluate last against was, top opponents. Right. I, I watched the last game, a game against Alabama, who many consider, you know, to be uh, an NFL defense, if mm-hmm. you say. And this kid looked calm, cool, collected, went out there, did his business. And, you know, there was no shaking him whatsoever, stood up and, you know, as they were coming at him and just still made plays after play. And, yeah, you know, I, I love the way he finished. He started out, what, two of seven and then went strong from there. Uh, I think it was 18 of 25 in, mm-hmm. in the last three quarters and just really racked up everything against these guys. Over 300 yards passing, three touchdowns, didn't turn the football over not one time. Not too bad for a true freshman at quarterback venture. When you look at the situation, me and you even talked this morning, and the first thing you was like, man, was hey, sunshine, sunshine was balling. Yeah, sunshine. sunshine. <laughs> he was playing like sunshine is supposed to play. But, yeah. Um, listen, I don't know. I, the thing is, somebody brought up, I think it was Gabe who brought up a point on the morning after saying that Clemson don't really play a lot of good teams, though. They don't. They don't. The ACC's kind of whack. But they played a you good team I mean? last night, though. They played a good team last night. And he did yeah, really. Well. What, what, wait, what, what does it matter what they did before last night? They went against a team that everybody considers the ultimate number one, the, the biggest dynasty in, in college football right now, mm-hmm. and destroyed them. Yeah, I'd like to see the, him do it again, though. I, I don't want to take one game into account and say, oh, it's the end-all, be-all. You know what I mean? So we'll see next year because he he's a true freshman. So now he's going to play a sophomore year. I want to see what he does. He had 30 touchdowns, four picks, which is great. Yeah. You know, he threw for 3,300 yards and obviously he could run a little bit. But I don't know. I, I would need another year of evaluation because I want to see a full body of work against better teams all the time. You know what I mean? No doubt. A lot more better what you're teams. saying, but I, I think what we saw last night was, was a very nice important. foundation, yeah. a good yeah. start. And I do think NFL general managers, NFL scouts that saw that last night are thinking to themselves, all right, three years from now, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Two or three years from now, this kid could be the real deal. Uh, the running back, um, uh, Etienne, had a solid game last night, had a solid season. I believe mm-hmm. this is his sophomore campaign. So it will be another season before we get to see him in the NFL. 
A lot of people on Twitter, including Gabe uh, Jim, was saying that, you know, they liken him to an Alvin Kamara-style running back. And I do see some Kamara in him. But I would say he reminds me of another guy that played ball at Clemson who had a couple good seasons in the NFL. I think the Etienne kid is a C.J. Spiller clone. Really? Yeah. Ooh, don't wish that on anybody. No, but Jim, I'm talking about when CJ's the good CJ Spiller, Spiller Jim. was nasty. If, if Spiller could stay Spiller healthy. Was he was nasty. nasty. Wait, wait, he was nasty. He could just never stay healthy. Exactly. He never stayed uh, on the field. But well, for the Bills. That's what I'm saying. Don't wish that on this kid. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. But um, it, is, he a, is he a pass catcher like that, though? They, all, he caught 12 all these, passes. All these young running backs can catch. They just don't use them. They don't them use them like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, if he could catch, then absolutely, because Spiller was. You know, the prototypical Darren Sproles. You know yeah, I, mean? I hate to do the NFL comparison thing, but, Jim, you do see some good game there, right? Oh, I do. Uh, he, he ran well. Uh, you know, inside outside, he did what he had to do. You know, not monster number yardage-wise, but still averaged 6.1 yards a carry. Um, you know, had the three touchdowns. One, of, of course, was on the short sho- shuttle pass. Mm-hmm. Shovel, shovel pass. Damn, that was hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, kid, kid's got some nice game to him. There's no doubt about it. I, I like what I saw out of him. And then when you add in the, the wide receiver, Justin Ross is also uh, a freshman. Man, this, this team has nothing but good looking at him coming forward. Yeah. Well, this kid at the end, that was, this is sophomore year. Yeah. They're just past. So. So he, no, I, I know he's a yeah. sophomore. But, I, yeah, I just I, you know, I just liked the what Ross, I saw from Justin Ross. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Justin Ross kid, the T. Higgins kid, uh, both players that will be playing on Sunday pretty soon. So they still got a young football team. I think they got uh, plenty more work to get done. Mm-hmm. So there you go right there. That was good times last night. So we've closed that chapter. Now we move forward. Senior Bowl, obviously for the kids that are going to be playing next year. Guys that we can have as fantasy assets next year. we got the Senior Bowl. We'll have the Combine. And then we'll have all the draft type guys come out and talk and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And then we'll be able to start putting our boards together for uh, 2018. Jim, I, when it comes to NFL draft, do you, do you start getting in it around senior bowl time, around combine time, or do you have a draft, uh, a trusty draft guy that you trust? I got a couple of draft guys that I, that I do trust that I, that I follow uh, pretty much. And, you know, there's, they usually have decent information and, and I'll go and look at their stuff and then, you know, listen to a couple of podcasts, get some more feedback from some other guys. But, you know, it, it's all about, you know, picking guys that you, you feel have some kind of knowledge base that you can rely on that have had a pretty good track record. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You get into the draft thing or are you, yeah, yeah. You, know, are you a draft guru? Are you a Jake I'm Seeley? Not- or are you a guy that can go down and, 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 and and break down scout tapes and break down film? No, well, I'm not going to do that. But, like, I mean, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's your boy. I ain't going to go that deep. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but, like, you. but, you know, I, I obviously follow it. And, um, you know, I, I obviously try to push the Giants to go a certain way. You know yeah, what I'm no saying? Doubt. Look for certain guys on defense or whatever. But um, I usually follow Mel Kuyper. Okay. You just go with the old trusty Mel Kuyper. Yeah, Kiper. I go with Mel Kuyper most of the time. He's also funny, so that's probably why I watch him the most. Yeah. Too, but. Jim, Mel Kuyper hasn't aged in, since I've seen him. <laughs> From the time I realized who Mel Kuyper was to, to now, Mel Kuyper looks exactly the same. Do you think that's eugenics? <laughs> or is that Andro 400? <laughs> yeah. What is Mel Kuyper yeah. on? Let, let's not go there. <laughs> like Jimmy, uh, what's his name? Jimmy Johnson's hair stayed the same for the last 30 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know it, what I'm saying? I, I, don't, I don't understand these people that don't age. <laughs> Mel Kuyper don't age. <laughs> I, I don't get that. You're right. He looks exactly the same. has in mind that can do a good Mel Kuyper impersonation. Oh, it's so hard to do. He talks yeah. so fast. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of people tell me I don't age, and then when I'm finished smacking him, 
<laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah, Jim, you've looked the same since I met you, Jim, but it wasn't 30 years ago, though. <laughs> I got to see, like, a, a picture of him. Yeah, can, we get, can, we, get an old picture? can we get an old picture of Jim Day to, to pop up on the screen for the, for the homies? <laughs> I want to see, see Jim Day at 21 years old. Yeah. Oh damn, Jim Day don't have one of them. <laughs> you don't have you don't have that FSU profile pick, you, you know, know shirt and tie. You don't have no no. Uh. All, unfortunately, all all old pictures of my whole family burnt up in a, a garage fire about shoe. I don't know, twenty two years ago, and oh, wow. I mean literally tons of them. Uh, my dad had slides of everything from anything all of us did all our lives, all burnt up. Eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine. Telephone lines now open right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Get ready to come back on the other side. Uh, I want to discuss Andy Reid and the coach in prowess that is Andy Reid. Because you see, I'm a a believer that Andy Reid is in the conversation for best head coach in the NFL. The thing about it is, you really haven't seen the success when it comes to this time of year. Here we have another January, another solid Andy Reid team getting Mm -hmm. ready to make a Super Bowl run. And you know what? You want to see how it kind of plays out. Because Andy Reid hasn't turned into Andy Reid yet. Will it happen this weekend? We discuss when we come back right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. If you're someone that needs fantasy sports advice every day, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network has you covered. When you download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app, you get the top fantasy advice every single day right through the weekend. Be sure to listen to our weekend warriors like College Football Today. Welcome to College Football Today Weekend Fantasy Update. They call me the fantasy Jesus. In this league, it is never short of exciting at ITL. And so much more. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app in the iTunes and Google Play Store now and keep the best fantasy experts right in your pocket all day long and all week long. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called... The IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Yeah, yeah. Got a fancy Taz Tuesday. Can we get some can we get some eardrums? Turn it up for Taz. Show Taz. Yeah, crush it, Taz. 
from the Jim Day Studios. Rocking out on the air drums is the Fantasy Taz. Telephone lines open, 844-843-6879. Getting on the conversation, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Goon Squad, what up, what up, what yeah. up, what up? Goonies. Smooth, Jim, smooth. <laughs> Fantasy Taz, Jim Day on the ones and twos. Once again, 844-843-6879. So, Matt LaFleur uh, reported, rumored, probably be confirmed sometime soon today, will be named head coach of the Tennessee Titans, Chris. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, excuse me, not the t- Tennessee Titans, t- former Tennessee Titan offense coordinator Matt LaFleur mm-hmm. named head coach for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. And, Chris, I'm like, he did such a good job of averaging 16 points a game <laughs> with Tennessee that the Packers had to go scoop they had him to up. Get him. They had to get him. What the hell is this? Well, I mean, are they basing it off maybe the exotic smash mouth of two years ago? Well, LaFleur was in LaFleur was with the Rams two years ago. Okay, so, so then when it was exotic smash mouth, LaFleur who, who was, was in the OC? LA. The OC of, it was Munchak for exotic or uh, Malarkey was the Malarkey. Yeah, it was Malarkey. One of those cats was exotic smash mouth. Okay, so exactly then what has this guy done? LaFleur. Well, he's a he's a Sean McVay oh, type pro- protege. You know what I'm yeah, exactly. that doesn't always work he out. The, he was on that Ram staff, right? And that doesn't always work out as we see with all the proteges that came out of the Belichick arena. This is you know true. what I'm saying? Exactly. Most of them didn't pan and, out, and that's it. We just don't know how he's going to be as a head coach. We we have no idea at this point. There's really not a lot to talk on. They they want to get that young, offensive minded guy in there, and they were hoping to hit that Sean McVay lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are going to do that now. It's, it's Jim, you think it was, you, you like to hire Jim? If you're a Green Bay Packer fan, you like to hire. It's really going to be you know come down to how well him and and Rogers work together. To be honest, at least going to not know, go the well. No one ever Rogers like I do. Older than Rogers, so it, it's going to you know is it going to get to a point where he tells Rogers to do something? Rogers like yeah, screw you. No, <laughs> you know, you just don't tough. know with Rogers. He's got that kind of you know. Uh, I don't know, personality where, you know, he's going to fight back. (laughs) Well, Aaron Rodgers should be able to do it, you know, what what he wants to do anyway at this point. Why? Because he's basically a coach, like Peyton Manning was at the end of his career. But he's not a coach. He's not a coach, I understand. But, like, he, you know, he knows how to make decisions. He knows the plays. Chris, to get that kind of respect where he can go to the line and change the play? I think he's getting there. I mean, he's been on the Packers his whole career, Uh, you know. I don't know how many, I think he's played about well. He should 10 be able. To, he should be able to change any play at the line of scrimmage. Right. Face it. He knows Anybody the playbook. Who has that a, much experience on yeah. the same team with the same offense should be able to do that. Yeah, and he's a great player. So you, you know, he knows the playbook like the back of his hand. Uh, the guy can make play calls by himself. You know what I'm saying? Jim is really... Jim is Aaron Rodgers in the room when you get ready to make the Lafleur hire. Do you say, "Hey, Aaron, this is what we're going to do. We think Lafleur is going to be the right guy." Do you, put it like this: Do you want him to sign off on, or do you say, "This is our guy. We're going with him, like it or love it." I don't want him to sign in on it. I think, you know, a lot of the trouble that they had with McCarthy was because those two didn't get along. But it also seemed at the end that, you know, because they let McCarthy go, that maybe Rodgers had more power than him. And I don't want that. I don't want anybody on my team feeling that they have more power than, than my coach. head coach. Yeah. But that happens a lot. I don't care who you are. I don't want that. I, I absolutely yeah. don't want that. So, you know, I don't want him involved in the decision. We're the guys in the front office for a reason, you know, and we're going to pick the guy that is going to do basically what we want we him want to him do. To do and, yeah. You know, Rogers, be damned. Yeah. Looks like we're going to have another hire also. It looks like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are setting up 
to hire Bruce Arian, former head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, did some stuff with uh, the Colts, you know, back when they was uh, Pagano Strong and all of that stuff, Chuck Strong. Now, Arian's gym, I think, is the perfect hire for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Jameis Winston. I think you get a veteran head coach to come in there who's not really going to take no nonsense, get better control over that team. I think Arians can do good things in Tampa. Yep. Matter of fact, Jim, I think it could be a worst-to-first type thing for the Buccaneers bringing in Bruce Arians and bringing in Todd Bowles. Already by next year, you By saying? next year. Wow. See, but a lot of that's going to have to come on the defensive side of the ball, not mm-hmm. the offense. The offense did a good job this year. Um, yeah, we you know, know. They, they put up points. It was the defense that struggled all the way across the board. So, I, you know, I get it. They they have connections there. Arians has connections with the GM. He knows Jameis Winston. We talked about that yesterday uh, from his Alabama camps. And that's a big thing. So, you know, the fact that they know each other has got to be a good thing here. And I, I love Arians as a coach. Yeah. But, it, you know, to me, man, I really would have loved to see him go to Cleveland. I'll, I'll be dead honest. I would have loved to see to. him work with Baker Mayfield. He wanted to go to Cleveland. Well, obviously, yeah, there's something else going on there. I'm not sure. Money. but. Maybe it was the GM in Tampa Bay that said, look, you know, we go back. Come on, come help us out. Mm-hmm. We need some help. And the problem is, though, it's the defensive side of the ball that needs some help. Yes. So it really is going to depend on who they bring in as D.C. for me. Yeah, so It looks like they're bringing in like- Todd Bowles. Yeah, Todd Bowles. Top See, no, choice. I don't mind that. I like Todd Bowles as the defensive coordinator. Not so much as a head coach, yeah. but I like him as a defensive coordinator. <laughs> it could end up working um, out, yeah. You know, this could be a yeah. – I think this is the and, best again, head coach you know, hire. The, the big thing about being a head coach is bringing in smart people around you. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you can't do it guys. all no matter how good you are. <laughs> and, and you're right. The Bucks' offense is, listen, they might be lopsided, very lopsided, but they're still, they have a ton of potential and a ton of talent. You know, They just don't have a running game, which Mike, they will. Right? Mike Evans, second round, 2019 fantasy pick. Mike Evans? Yeah. Um, not for me. What do you think? I, I, I he's not it. a first rounder for me anymore. Not a first rounder. I would do it in the second. I would start thinking Mike Evans in the mid second. Mid second, mid to late. Who would you rather have next year, Mike Evans or Smith Schuster? Smith Schuster. Jim, Mike Evans or Smith Schuster? Yeah, man, they're both inconsistent this year. Uh, look, if Bruce Arians is coming in now, I probably would swing me to Evans. I do like Bruce Arians. Yeah, Tim is a big Bruce Arians guy. No, I, 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 listen, he's a I good am. coach. I, I, yeah, I am. <laughs> this is the best head coach I love good pretty much on the market. Minded coaches, yeah. I wouldn't I know think. if I go if he's the best head coach on the market. Who's better right now? That's out there. Uh, the kid from Dallas. Dallas. Oh, D.C.? Yeah, the yeah. Dallas passing game coordinator. Yeah, but he's never done it. Exactly. Yeah, it's true, that's too. He's never thing. done it before. Tampa Bay needs somebody that's done it before. Yeah. They don't need to experience. They don't need an experienced head coach. No. Right. Because the they locker need room somebody is who's going to come in there and say, this is what we do and how we do it. You don't do it my way, then you're gone. And that's yeah, what Arians will do. He, he doesn't brook nothing. <laughs> you can't have a first-time head coach with a young football team. Yeah, especially a quarterback like Jameis who needs to be molded. Yeah, exactly. And then that was a mistake in Tampa. I think Cutter's going to go back to Atlanta where him and Matt Ryan already have a connection, and Cutter will do a smooth job. Cutter could get another chance to be a head coach. I think he will excel. The situation in Tampa just wasn't right for him. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, now, the situation has always been right for Andy Reid, except for when you get to this time of year. Philadelphia Eagles went to five NFC Championship games, Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. 1-1. Went to Super Bowl one time. Had a 10-9 record in the playoffs as the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. More or less, situation in Philadelphia turns out. I think the team, the organization, got tired of the same voice. Change needs to be made to go get Chip Kelly. 
quickly that doesn't work. They go bring an Andy Reid guy in, Doug Peterson. They win the Super Bowl. Andy Reid, been in Kansas City for a few years now, about seven, uh, about, uh, about five, six years. Oh, about five years now. Six years, something like that. Andy six Reed, years. Six years six Andy Reid's been in wow. Kansas City. One and four in the playoffs. The mm-hmm. one win in 2015, 30-0 victory over the Houston Texans. The other games in 2013, they lose to the Colts, 45-44. 2015, they lose to the Patriots, 27-20. 2016, they lose to the Steelers, 18-16. 2017, just last year, mm-hmm. they lose a the game. They were up to the Tennessee Titans, 22-21. Mm-hmm. For all the genius that is Andy Reid, right. he's got a hell of a coaching tree coming up behind him, Chris. It seems like when we get to this time of year, whether it's clock management, whether it's play calling, whether it's not running the football, too many penalties, Andy Reid teams tend to crumble. Now they go into a situation that no number wait, one. Wait, wait, seat- wait, 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 wait. Stop that nonsense. They tend to crumble. <laughs> Every single one of those games you just said was a one score game. They lost them. Yeah, see, but that's th- it was still a one score game. You know, it wasn't like they got blown out in any one of them. So yeah. don't say they crumble. They lose. I'll grant you that. They lose, but they don't crumble. They, yeah. They've been in every single one of those games. I think Andy Reid gets kind of a bad rap for all that. The numbers, Just to wait, ma- wait, 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 wait. The numbers don't lie. I understand, but his the, 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 the consistency, four. The consistency throughout the, his, his career in regular season and just to make the playoffs and make it to the championship rounds is a, is a feat of, a, of itself in football. It's very difficult in football to win a Super Bowl. Well, well, why are we giving Andy Reid a pass all of a sudden? Because of uh, the body of work of his pass. career. Jim, you're giving him a pass. You're yeah, saying, oh, they're not. The team is not. No, I'm not. They're all, losing wait, the games, wait, Jim. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is you're saying they crumbled. They didn't crumble. They were in every one of those games. Yeah. That's all I said. They just were a little short every time. They were time. in every one of those games. Sometimes you got to get lucky sometimes to win a Super Bowl, a.k.a. Eagles last year. But I, I will say this. Did they <laughs> ever have a quarterback the caliber of Pat Mahomes before? McNabb was not. So Now, listen. Now well, He was thing. good. He was really good. Oh, Donovan McNabb, McNabb was, was great. I think he was great. He wasn't Pat Mahomes. He's if not Pat, Pat Mahomes. If Pat Mahomes has a Donovan McNabb type career, if, if I'm Pat Mahomes, I think I'm successful. What, what oh no, I, I grant you that. I'm not. Hey, I'm not saying Mahomes uh, <laughs> McNabb yeah. was bad. He, he did a good job. He's not. He was very Pat good. Mahomes, yeah. so. The thing about McNabb was you gotta understand. McNabb was a Philadelphia athlete. Philadelphia. The city of Philadelphia, they turn on their players quickly. Mm-hmm. So McNabb gets a bad rap. And then McNabb, late in his they career, McNabb was bad. Yeah, but they loved him. They, they wanted part. to get rid of him. <laughs> they want to get rid of everybody. Yeah. Now, okay, Jim. So you have Alex Smith, who everybody says, the best bus driver in the business. Not going to lose you no football games. He may not win you many, but he's not going to be the guy that loses them. So nice, safe quarterback that don't turn the football over. Andy Reid couldn't win one. I mean, Andy Reid couldn't win two playoff games with him. The losses no. continue to pile up. No, I think he had better teams with the Eagles with McNabb. Ten and nine in the playoffs. Five NFC Championship games. They won one. Yeah. Well, the Chiefs, though, with Alex Smith, that's the problem. Alex Smith, I'm sorry, he's not the quarterback that's ever going to win a Super Bowl unless he has, uh, you know, like a, a Ravens 2000 defense behind him. You know what I mean? He's a straight-up game manager. I know he had a great year with Reid uh, last year, but... That was kind of an anomaly. That really wasn't his career. You know what I mean? His, based on his career, he, he's not that type of quarterback. Now you got Pat Mahomes. So when you get behind and you have Alex Smith, chances are like you're not coming back. With Pat okay. Mahomes, you're always in the game because this guy's a gunslinger. And it's, fu- it's a Wild West shootout always with him. So I, they're always going to be in the game, this Chiefs team. This is a very different Chiefs team from when it was last year. All very right. different. I'll buy that. But, Jim, do you want 
a gunslinging game versus the Indianapolis Colts? Because they got a gunslinger, too. It might have too. to be. Yeah, it might have to be. Absolutely. I want the guy on my side of the ball that's going to throw it up as much as Andrew Luck is going to throw it up. And I, I say, be damned. Let's go for it. Ball's out to the wall, and last person touching the football wins. Yeah. No, I mean, if it was Alex Smith instead of Pat Mahomes in this game right now, the Colts would probably be the favorite. If the Colts get ahead 17-3 to three or something, it's going to be very difficult for an Alex Smith team to come back. I get what you're saying you know with that. Saying? That's not the case with the team that they have well, now. Well, no. yeah, I think they I, will go to the Super Bowl. So here's the thing, Jim. The, the main problem in these losses, see, this is simple stuff. It's been clock management. And Andy Reid has been coaching football and been around football for right, way right. too long to continue to screw up with the clock. Oh, there goes another interview. Damn. Okay, I'll answer that later. Look at this guy. Jim, it's the clock management, bro. Another team looking for a GM. Jim, it's the clock clock management, Jim. He can't. Andy Reid is too grown not to be able to manage the clock. Uh, I I agree with you. I can't defend his clock management. That's been a known bug of his forever. Mm -hmm. Um, I I can't defend that. But, you know, the, the. they got a couple different things. They they got a, an exciting young quarterback who just had the season of all seasons for a first time quarterback. Um, no doubt about it. Uh, it's going to be named the MVP. No doubt about that either. Then you, you take into account that they're home in this game, something that they didn't do. I don't think. Uh, I think only once in the other games that you're referencing in Kansas City, all the other games were on the road. Were I, they? I feel like they was. In, I feel like they I feel like in, they had a home game or two. But that, that game against Tennessee wasn't in Kansas City last year. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Damn, I can't remember. I'm going to look it up. Go ahead. Keep it's the okay, game where Kansas City had the lead but, and Tennessee came back and won. Oh, yeah. I think that was home. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that was home. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. that was in Kansas City. Where they haven't yeah, won but a- that, that wasn't. I, okay. And I'm not even going to put that all on, on Andy Reid's shoulders either because, I mean, their defense just let it up. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they just took their foot off the necks of Tennessee and just let them right back in the game. Yeah, and Alex Smith can't really come back from so that. So now you have a situation this week where you get a red-hot Indianapolis Colts team coming up against the coming up against and against Andy Reid-led Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are five, laying five points at home. They're a five-point favorite at home. Mm-hmm. The total is 57, which I think we all think it should blow past the total. Here we go again. First playoff start, Ventura. Mm-hmm. But Pat Mahomes, Andrew Luck has been there and done that. They're on the road. They're playing with house money. If I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm worried. Yeah. I mean. I, Is the one seed going to go down on Sunday? No. I mean, on uh, on whatever, Saturday. So, Saturday. Um, Sunday, whatever day it is. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think either number one seed goes down. I don't think the Saints or the Chiefs. I think they've, they've both, both proven this year that they're too good. Uh, you know, they lost a game here and there, but they lost to good teams. It's not like they lost to bad teams, really. They, the losses were tough games against good teams. And they've proven that they could be consistent throughout the whole season. Now they're playing teams that they should beat pretty easily, I think. You know what I mean? All right. This is a team Ooh, they I, should I, beat. I don't know if that's pretty. I don't know if anybody could the say Colts pretty The Colts barely made the playoffs. Games. They scrapped themselves in. And the defense has been playing very good lately, I understand. After but, a ridiculous start. A ridiculously bad start. Mm-hmm. They turned around and made the playoffs, and yeah, they won, are hot. What, eleven out of their eleven out of their last twelve games. 
um, and mm-hmm. and just stomped on them last week. So, you know, I look, I, I, none of these games to me, I, the spreads to me are too big at this point. The only one I could see is the Eagles. And right now, I don't, I don't know if I want eight points with the if the Eagles. If they're giving me eight points with the Eagles, I almost got to take it just for the luck freaking factor alone with right. what's going on with that team. <laughs> you know, you can say what you want, but you know, Maybe when they have Nick a Foles magic. steps on that field in a playoff game, they have a chance. Yeah, it just do. Um, he plays good football at that point in time. And, you know, if you look at any of the other games, any one of those six teams can win this thing, can win this week. This is this has been a tough playoff season because all the teams in it are good. Right. But we're talking There's about usually, you know, in, the juggernauts. Here. Chiefs and Saints are juggernauts. No juggernauts had played in the first round. You know what I'm saying? They had the buy. Yeah, but that's how it's always, always been. They get the buys. But you're, you're talking about juggernauts. Both these teams have been beaten during the year. Right. But beaten by and very good teams like the Rams, right? It doesn't matter. They've been beaten, which means that somebody has a game book that shows that there's a way to beat them. Mm-hmm. It's called shootout, 45-43. Well, <laughs> Remember the Rams-Chiefs okay. game, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I, the Colts could do it, obviously. They got talent. They could do it. But I think the Chiefs are just too strong, too strong, too good right now. And Andy Reid's Andy Reed's doing a great job all season. All season he's done a great job. Continue the conversation on the other side, plus telephone lines, excuse me, open 844-843-6879. Continue to break down, look at this weekend's upcoming playoff games, get you ready to rock and roll for that. Also, got some rumors and reports, another head coach is cl- another team is close to announcing who their head coach will be. Let you know who that is on the other side when we come back on the Fantasy Football Friends. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. The morning after. Antonio Brown has options. What options does he have? The guy throws coaches at people. Yeah. The guy threatens reporters. The guy walked out on his team. And he's the best wide receiver. He's a generational wide receiver. No, he's not the best wide receiver in the league. What? Who's better than Antonio Brown? Schuster. They know. Whatever. Antonio Brown, bye-bye. Schuster, he'll put up the same number. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers.
them day cam. Mm. Oh, sorry, I was bopping my head. <laughs> I love this song. Classic so riff. Listening more than doing anything else. Yeah. Hey, fancy football friends, the FNTSY Radio, rocking and rolling with you on a good old Tuesday afternoon. 844-843-6879. Telephone lines is over once again. Shout out to each and every single one of you still rocking on Goon Squad. Don't have no fantasy football games. I'm still, uh, uh, you got you, you are you uh, what happened? What happened, Bavona? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, don't have no fantasy football games that are coming up this weekend. So we thank you for sticking with the program mm-hmm. and we'll be rocking and rolling with you all year okay. long. 365, the hobby is not uh it does not stop. It nope. is a 365. 24-7 hobby. What up, Ventra? I got uh, all the information you want about Andy Reid on the Chiefs. All right, tell us. So he started in 2013 with the Chiefs. He's made the playoffs every year except 2014 with the Chiefs. So he's made it five out of six times. All right? They only, he only won once, though. One game in the wild card round at Houston in 2015. Three, 30 to nothing. Then they lost. Yeah, 30 to nothing. Then they lost to New England. Actually, in 2013, they played the Colts in Indianapolis and lost 45 to 44. Okay. Which is interesting. Uh, and then the last two the last two seasons, they actually were home and lost against the Titans and the Steelers. So twice they've been at home. But this who, is a very different team. So I think they actually get I the don't win. see that's the point. I don't see where this is a very different team. Mahomes. No, no. That's it. Andy Reid. Yeah, but Mahomes to Smith is a huge. Andy huge Reid is still there. Yeah. He's still there. I love He's Andy a good coach. Reed, but I'm starting to think Andy Reid is the problem. I mean, listen, he lost Kareem Hunt now, and he's got guys like Damian Williams, makeshift running backs, putting it together and still doing well. I mean, you got to give him some credit here this season. I mean, he's done a great job. He's made the Chiefs the best team in the AFC. All right, as of right now. Then. We'll see how it plays you know? out. Uh, Jim, what can you tell me about Freddie Kitchens? Well, it'd be interesting to see what, what he does. I, I'm interested to see how he does it as a head coach. Uh, you know, the He's got a lot of good ideas. There's a lot of good things about him to like. Um, so I, I want to see it in action, to be honest. Uh, well, he's going to have that chance. I, it looked like yeah, he's going to be Browns, named the head like. coach of the Cleveland Browns. Who is this? Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. He was their OC. Freddie Kitchens. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, he was their OC. Uh, he's he's coached in Arizona. He's coached at Dallas. He's coached at <laughs> uh, Mississippi State uh, and also at LSU. Uh, he played quarterback for Alabama in, in, in the mid-'90s. You know what I mean? So you got a quarterback. This he's been around. He's been around. He's a football guy. Right. This is a. You see how the 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 uh the Packers went out and was like, "Screw you, Aaron Rodgers. We don't care. We're gonna go get the, the guy we want." Right. The Cleveland Browns said, "Baker, what do you want? What do you want?" And I Baker want said, I want, "I want Freddie Kitchens. Mm-hmm. I think Freddie Kitchens should be the coach. I think that's a good idea." Yeah. I, I listen. He did a great job after uh, turning over from Todd Haley. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can't really fault him for that. I mean, the thing is, is he a head coach? You know what I mean? I don't know if he's got the goods. I don't really like hiring a brand new head coach, especially for a team that has a young, young quarterback. And this is a team that's been bad for ages. Now. Yeah. You, you want somebody experienced coaching this team because this team's good and it could be really good. Now, you see, here's the thing, Jim. Yeah, see, I, I, see I disagree. I, totally I, wanna, disagree yeah, I knew you were going to disagree. Go ahead. Look, this is a, a guy that turned this offense around when he did come he in. Did. The, the players are comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. Baker's obviously comfortable with him. He, you know, he's running an offense that 
you know, uses Baker's talents, mm-hmm. uh, exactly what you want from a young quarterback. And yeah, I, I think he, you know, whether or not he's going to be a good head coach is something that we all have to find out. Right. Uh, and that's the uh, thing, like we Jim. talked about yesterday. Same thing with when, when, when same thing when don't get me wrong, Cutter Kitchens is in the room, has been in the room with Mayfield. Cutter and Jameis were never in the room together. Mm-hmm. They met each other. But once again, you have a inexperienced head coach taking over a young team. I hate to say it. Yeah. This should have been Greg Williams' job. Mm-hmm. Greg Williams, I don't know. Uh, again, they, they wanted an offensive-minded coach. They wanted that's what they look, that's everybody's trying with what's going on with, you know, the Matt Nagy, not to the biggest part, but still young offensive guy, but definitely McFay. I mean, McVay, he's yeah. the guy out there that everybody wants now. Yeah. They want a, a McFay that took this team from nothing to, you know, grandstand, you know, top of the league offense type thing. That's what everybody is trying to shoot for at this point. But you can Will make him work? the OC. Probably not in all you don't cases. have to make him the head coach. Right. Like this this is the you know, OC. The problem, wait, but the problem is the problem you have there is that even if he's the OC, he doesn't always get to say what the offense is going to do. It still comes down to the head coach. We saw that in the hard knocks with Cleveland when, mm-hmm. when New Jackson was there. Okay, well, you might be uh, – Haley, you might be the offensive coordinator. This is still my team, so I still say what goes. And that's probably what they're trying to get away from now. They don't want a defensive-minded head coach telling a good young offensive mind how to run his offense. I understand that. I definitely see why you would want to go – more to the offensive side and really have that under control because it's younger and you got Baker and you want to protect him and he's your quarterback of the future. I get it. But uh, I just don't know. Like I, This is a young team like and a team that has no experience winning, going to the playoffs or anything like that. They I need agree somebody with you, a little bit more I think experience. They need, I think they need, a, I, they need somebody to come in there with head coaching experience. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's I hard think, to find, though, I guess. You know, it's hard to find somebody like that. Yeah, but who, who are you going to bring in, Corey? Yeah. Let's ask that question. Mike McCarthy. Don't bring in him, who Mike, you McCarthy. Bring in? Mike McCarthy. Oh, That's not a Mike bad move. Was, I don't like I know. Him. He's not a Mike good coach. McCarthy, he, he, was, he was very predictable, very pedantic with, with Green Bay, with Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. Come on, mm-hmm. how, how, can you, how can you even back that up? I just think maybe a, a rejuvenation. Yeah, like Mike McCarthy thing. was not was is, like, like Mike McCarthy was winning games, winning divisions. And he won a Super Bowl. Won a Super Bowl. Mike McCarthy is not some you know some some guy that fell off the back of a bus, yeah. Jim. Mike McCarthy was not coaching I, 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 Middle I Tennessee that. last year. Middle Tennessee. Look, look what he did this year. He had some good young wide receivers that they didn't use. They you know it was like all you saw. Was at, you know Adams, 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 day, Adams, yeah. Adams, Adams, Adams. Well, he that's was the only reliable target. This offense. He was the only reliable. Well, well Graham was a little you, reliable. You got, mm-hmm. you got a couple of good young wide receivers there. You got to make them in, get on the field and get them the ball. Jim, maybe you have to tr- trust them and throw them the ball once in a while. Maybe this is what happened with McCarthy. Maybe over the years with the Packers, he kind of lost. His passion and, like, and like luster Andy Reed with, for with that, Philadelphia. Yes, Sometimes with the this voice team. just gets old. Right. So now if he goes to a new place, it might rejuvenate his career and rejuvenate him and the, the passion back to coach a, a Browns team and bring him out from the dirt and make him a, you know, a winning team. Maybe it'll help him and it'll help the Browns. And there's got to there's gotta be more to this than we're seeing because even now they're, you know, the, he had some interviews set up and all of a sudden those are being put on hold for him. While these teams are going out and hiring other guys, right, right, there right. has to be more to it than this, guys. There just has to be more to it here. You're probably right. I mean, yeah. If, if a head coach with this type of experience with a Super Bowl ring isn't getting hired over guys that are 
like Matt LaFleur. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know. There's something wrong with McCarthy then. Yeah, there's something wrong there. Maybe they, the fact that he couldn't control his quarterback is, is one of the big reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Look, if you're a head coach, it's got to be your way or the highway. It has to be. You know, you follow my game plan, whether you right. like it or not. You do what I say, tell you to do. That's what you do. Aaron Rodgers said um, something. And, and that's Rod- how it has Rodgers to be. Aaron Rodgers had him ran out of there, Jim. Yeah. Adam Rodgers had him ran out there, Jim. I there understand joint. that. I, I totally understand. I'm starting that, not to like Aaron The Rogers, fact but... that he couldn't control Rodgers might be one of the reasons he's having a hard time finding a new head coach job. Mm-hmm. I, and I, quite I, frankly, McCarthy had a ton of chances, and he's got one a top three quarterback every single year in this league, if not number one quarterback a lot of these seasons that he's had Rodgers. He should have, I know he has one Super Bowl, and we'll give him credit for that, but he should probably have at least another one. I mean, he's had plenty of time to make this team great, and they have the quarterback to be great. We, that's the hardest piece to find is the quarterback, and he had it. So maybe there is something wrong there. Atlanta I don't know. Killed him in the NFC Championship game a couple of years ago. I know. Seattle's beat him in the NFC Championship game. Like Green Bay's a team that should be winning, you know, winning a lot of playoff games and going to, to not, championship I'm, I'm games not, and not, Super Bowls. I'm not going to fault. I'm not going to fault him for that. I think you know, just, I think the quarterback was detrimental to the team more so than than Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the quarterback is not going to go anywhere. No, he's, no the no. quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we at next? Uh, Giant fans, who would you rather have as your quarterback next year, Eli Manning or Nick Foles? <laughs> Nick Foles. Manning. I, I hate to say it. No, <laughs> no, you didn't say that, Jim. You didn't say that. I did. I did. I did say that. I'd rather I have Manning. I don't want to. Going to Foles is a sideways step. I don't want to make a sideways step. Well, it might be, but he's not, you know, he's not that old. He's like 29 years old. He could still have a nice five years of a career left. It's a, he's a stopgap quarterback. You I know in, you don't believe stop. in him. And, and quite journeyman. Frankly, he's a journeyman stopgap quarterback. For his career, he has been a journeyman so far. But what if you never know? A guy could pop up late in his career and, you know, have an actual great end to his career and actually had the talent to do it or had the mindset to do it, to be a good quarterback. So you think, you, quarterback. Think, you think Nick Foles can be to the Giants what Kurt Warner was to the Cardinals? I'm not going that far. <laughs> I just think he could be better than Eli. <laughs> Jim, you said you would take Eli. Over, over Nick Foles next I, year. I would. He, you know, at least we know what we have with Eli. Foles, uh, look, he's ha- he's having a grand run the last two years and all that stuff. And the numbers there, you know, aren't bad, especially once he got out from Jeff Fisher. Um, mm. You know, he's had pretty good games since then. I, I grant you all that. But if I'm going to make the change, I want to change to a young guy that we have a chance of making a franchise guy. That's it. If Eli wants to play another year and we don't have that guy yet, I say go with Eli. You know, let's let's take this draft to build up that offensive line. That's what I would do. Um, I would trade out of that six spot, drop drop back a few picks, grab another pick, and just build the heck out of my offensive line. I don't care if I use five freaking straight picks on offensive line, but I want to build an offensive line that you know can be molded into you know a great offensive line in this league. And mm-hmm. then you do that. Whoever else you bring in after that, it, you know they have a much better start. I'm cool with that line of thinking. Except I wouldn't just go just build the offensive line. I like the idea of building around the quarterback right now, but you, we need defense too. We need linebackers. We need uh, 
We always cornerbacks. Need linebackers and they well, never we never get linebackers. Yeah, we never get linebackers. <laughs> well, well, maybe one day we will. You know what I mean? Maybe one day we'll <laughs> maybe get a one day you'll have a Leighton. Maybe one day, maybe one day you'll draft a Leighton Van Der Esch. Yeah, like, uh, even we even got we have terrible luck with linebackers. We get Levar Arrington, from, one of the best linebackers in the league. He's here, a bust. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day you'll get a Jalen Smith. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We we, we need to build defense and. Well, line, wait, now, wait, 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 wait. Now let, let, let's back up a little bit. Uh, We've had you know, a few decent linebackers in our Pierce history. was the last Just good one. With this, Pierce was the last good one. Regime. Pierce was the last good one. Who was? Pierce. Antonio oh, Pierce. Pierce yeah. Right? Yeah. Has there been a real any good linebacker since? Canard? Like, uh, that's the best linebacker. It's nah, terrible. I can't, yeah, not really. <laughs> not really. We're bad at that. We need to get that. We need to bolster that up. Um... Josh McDaniel says... No, it's just, unfortunately, your current regime thinks that they can make do with whatever they can find. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Yeah, and that's not everything. It's not going to work that way. No. Josh McDaniel... And I guarantee you they're going to go for a defensive lineman before they go for oh, a Oh, yeah. They always go defensive end. They stack on defensive end. They never go for linebackers. They didn't get that kid from Clemson that missed the game last night, Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, what? what's his name? Dem- his last name is Lawrence. Everybody name sounds it's like Lawrence. Well, the quarterback's name is Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's name is the same now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, the kid from Clemson didn't play last night. You don't night. know if it's D-E, if it's D-A, if yeah. it's D-O-H. You yeah, never exactly. know. Exactly. That's, yeah, yeah, That's true. That's true. It's in the article back like you spelled Devontae wrong. Well, the 17 cats in the NFL named Devontae, they all smell it different. That's, <laughs> That's so true. They all I, spell it different. Which letter is capitalized? Yeah, got one, one letter got to be capitalized. One letter is... And how you pronounce it, too, is very important, apparently. Um, Josh McDaniel said he's not uh, he's no, not taking no interviews, not taking no head coaching jobs. He's satisfied where he's at. Josh, Josh McDaniels might make more money than Bill Belichick right now, to be honest with you. But we'll never know. But I would not be surprised if Josh uh, McDaniels is no, making... No, no, <laughs> not even close. No, no. Yeah, that's probably true, too. <laughs> Jim, uh, Jim, uh, any, any interest in Josh McDaniels? If you're if you're one of these uh, GMs, if he was available after well, the stunning you know, pull last so year, great last time, yeah, <laughs> after the stunning pull last year, I don't want no parts of it. Mm. I wouldn't want any parts of it. That's what we talked about. Was it yesterday? How, how can you trust him? Mm-hmm. You know, unless you. Oh, okay, maybe that was Sunday with uh, with Scott and Mike. Uh, Blue, you know, five hour uh, marathon. But, show. You know, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that, and you know, it's like, how can you trust him at this point? Unless you get him to sign on a dotted line right there and then, mm-hmm. how can you trust him? Uh, mm-hmm. Out in Oakland, uh, it's been it's said that uh, um, out in Oakland, Mayock, uh, Mike Mayock, the new general manager, the guy from the NFL Network, draft analyst, scout from the NFL Network, really one of the best people in the media, if you ask me, uh, that was in the media. Mike says that uh, John Gruden will have the final say on the Raiders roster. My thing my is, man. M- M- Mayock may be saying this just to take the onus, you know, just to be like, okay, listen, he has the final say. Let's move past this. Let's not, let's not discuss this anymore. So, obviously, I think Carr is traded to D.C. to fill a void at quarterback, even though I still like giving Colt McCoy a shot. I think Carr is traded to D.C. He becomes the quarterback in D.C. Mm-hmm. I think the Raiders want to go out there and draft or find a young quarterback. My thing is, Jim, is John Gruden the guy to develop a quarterback? Yeah, he's a quarterback whisperer. Name the quarterback he whispered to that became successful. Rich Gann. <laughs> <laughs> At the very tail end of his career. Uh, Brad Johnson took him to a Super Bowl. Bad quarterback, won the Super Bowl. Now, I, I, listen, I think he could do it. It's a three- or four-year plan. This is a, a massive rebuilding plan. 
This yeah. is like this is like hey, you gut paid, renovating. You paid him the money. Now you might as well let him let him see what he yeah, can do. Yeah, I mean at this uh, point, you know, at, 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 you know, basically what this is saying. Look, you know, the, we paid him a, a, a ton of money to come in here and coach our team. He's in charge. We're going to let him make all final decisions. So this way, when they all screw up, Mike Mayock, me can still stay here because it wasn't my decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true too. Mm-hmm. And they give and they gave they gave you're right. They gave him big money. Probably was a mistake to give him the big money. Yeah. But this guy, you call him call him a quarterback whisperer. He whispered in Derek Carr's ear. Derek Carr whispered back, I hate you. Did <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Der- Derek too. Carr also put up 4,000 yeah, yards. Yeah, Derek Carr had, so a, had a damn good year, man. He, he, you know what his completion percentage was? You we won't threw the ball it. to Jalen Rashard 70 times. Well, yeah, but even so still. There's plenty of guys in the league that do that. You, even still, he threw the ball 550 times. His completion percentage is 69%. Yeah, because he's throwing the ball. It's all checkdowns, Ventra. It's all checkdowns. How come nobody says that about Cam Newton? People have said that about Cam Newton. Cam Newton's completion percentage is horrible. It's like 61 for his career. It was the best best of his career this year because he was throwing checkdowns to to Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, yeah. Uh, Last thing, last question for Giant fans. Eli Manning or Joe Flacco? Oh, Eli Manning. Flacco's horrible. Horrible, I think. Jim, the same Eli Manning? Oh, of course. I love the fact that this is the Giants' options for next year. <laughs> so you're telling me Flacco is the option? No way. I'm I do not, not want not Flacco. See, you don't know what Gettleman is going to do. That'd people be don't people, listen. People don't seem to think the quarterback is out there this year. I'll pump, tell you right now. Pump the brakes on that because the quarterback could be out there. We'll find out over the course of the next couple weeks. If the Giants sign Flacco, I, I will not be a Giant fan anymore. There you go. You heard I, it right I'm telling you right now. I will Jim not Day, be a my man, take us home, baby. Frenzy, we out, Goon Squad. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 Fantasy Sports Radio Network.